friend we've gotten this afternoon. Uh, Tom, I'm glad you're able to get home and, and take care of the yard work yesterday. Yep, got it done. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, it just continues every day. And, you know, this morning got a little rain. Now this afternoon, just pouring storms. I, I see lightning every couple minutes. Yeah. Slash through the studio. And, and you wonder about some of these high school baseball and softball playoff games that are scheduled for this weekend. And you know that you have to have them done by midnight tomorrow night. So, you you know, so, I mean, are they lining up dry fields in West Texas or North Texas? or I mean, what are they? I don't know. I mean, I was looking down, you know, Lake Belton uh, softball team is playing down around Navasota. And I looked at Navasota and it looked okay. Uh, I was looking at a radar earlier, uh, just right before we came on, and I know that Bosqueville is going to play, I believe, in Weatherford uh, this evening, and it did not look so good. It looked like there were, but now what? It certainly didn't look like this. This is this is crazy, uh, but it did look like there was some rain in the area. Have you ever had to sit through a rain delay, Tom? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the one, the ones that get you are the lightning delay when it's not raining. Yeah, those are tough because you just can never expect yeah. it, and the clock always resets, so you'll get yep. down to. Two minutes before, okay, hey, we're about to get going. Everybody's warmed up and lightning strike. Oh, okay. Well, we're back in the we're back in the tunnel. I was in, I was umpiring a playoff series at Tarleton State University. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got one of those deals, and it, it, and it kept going off. And honestly, we kept looking around and never, ever heard or saw any lightning in that one drop of rain. But we never threw a pitch. We just sat there because every time we'd get ready, the the thing would, would would go off again. And there you go. So finally, about eight thirty nine o'clock, we went. Yeah, okay. It's not happening. <laughs> Enough of this. And and so yeah. So yeah. Drove home. Turned around. Drove back the next day. But I mean, literally, ne- I never saw lightning. It wasn't really all that cloudy. Mm-hmm. It was just one of those deals. And, and when when the when the when the you know the the detector goes off. It's done. Add the thirty minutes to it, and, and away you go. So yeah, it's that's a little frustrating. I would much rather have this. At least you know why you're not playing. You know, right? And I mean, we're we're bumping up on June now, but it just it doesn't stop. It hasn't stopped. Hasn't slowed down at all. The last two weeks. I mean, yep. last week was just nuts, and then here we go again. So uh, with with a lot of rain this week. All right. Uh, let's see what else we we've, we're going to talk. Some baseball and softball today on the program. We're going to get back into our conversation that we started about uh, Big 12, the over and under, because mm-hmm. I thought that was fascinating. Uh, and we'll re- kind of recap what we did yesterday, and then we'll we'll get into it some more today. Uh, Big 12 baseball tournament in Oklahoma City. Uh, I'm assuming they're playing because, you know, they had a couple of games canceled yesterday because of weather. They are, yeah. They're, they're trying to get four games in today. So this morning... Texas Tech and TCU played in a winner's bracket uh, contest, and TCU won that game 7-2. to two. So Tech had to turn around. This was kind of funky how they did the schedule. It made it really tough for the team that lost today. Tech had to turn around 30 minutes later and play K-State in an elimination game. And that was the second game of the day, and we're nearing uh, the end of it. Tech is trailing. K-State's up 7-2 to two in the top of the ninth inning. Wildcats at bat, and uh, Tech will get one more chance here if they can get out of this, but Kansas State, Tom, they're that team. You always see at the Big 12 tournament. Yep. Somebody that basically has to keep their season alive. And, uh, you know, they, they got that win against Baylor. Now they're on their way if they can hold on here to get in a victory against Tech uh, and, and put themselves in the semifinal round. 
So if they win here, they'll be two and one in the tournament. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. Yes, two and one in the tourney. And in, in facing TCU tomorrow. Tomorrow they'll play in the morning, and then if they win that game, they'll play again uh, afternoon evening for a chance to to make the finals. Wow, <laughs> and you're right; they are that team this year that's that's making that run. But for Tech, TCU, Texas, uh, I, I'm not real sure that they care. No, I don't think so. And, you know, as soon as Tech lost today, you could kind of see, uh, even if it wasn't intentional, you could just kind of see the body language in the air sort of drop out of that dugout a little bit. And we, we were watching. K-State had a big inning. I believe it was in the, the fourth, and they scored five runs. And Tim Tadlock brought in some back-into-the-bullpen guys. I, I think he's, at this point, you know, if, if they rally here, fantastic. But I, I feel like Coach Tadlock right now is just saying, let's all, go, let's all get out of here healthy and see what we're working with on Monday, and, and we'll see, go from yeah. there. Yeah, let's see who's coming to Lubbock. That's right. that, He knows his his, his situation. Yep. He wants to know who's coming to Lubbock on Monday. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that as we go through. So there's a lot of stuff to get to today uh, on the program. And, and of course, uh, I, I heard you guys talking about it. We will uh, we'll let the network guys from ESPN handle Monday for us, and we'll, <laughs> all, uh, we'll all take Monday. Now, I'm going to tell you, uh, we, we will have college baseball for you tomorrow. McLennan will be in action against uh, uh, Florence, Florence Darlington, Darlington Tech. Tech. Yeah, out of South Carolina. And uh, that will be uh, that'll be over on our sister station, 104.9. 9.45 for the pregame, 10 o'clock for the first pitch. Lark Smith will have the call from Grand Junction, Colorado, day one of the Junior College World Series. And that's 8 a.m. Mountain Time, right? Or Denver, Colorado Time, 9 a.m. It'll be 9 a.m., yeah. You, you've been there before. What's what's the scene like in Grand Junction? It's 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 unbelievable. It's a, it's a cool place, and I've said this a million times. That community rallies and supports that tournament just like Omaha rallies and supports. Really? Uh, oh, there's no – I'm telling you. Uh, you know, they'll have the, 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 the social clubs, you know, the, the – um, Service clubs, rather, such as uh, uh, the Rotary Club or whatever, they'll assign them to a team. And they'll they'll find them things to do on their off day. I remember last time McLennan was there, they took McLennan fishing. Uh, you know, and just fun stuff. Had a picnic. Mm-hmm. We had a picnic in the park uh, one, one day on an off day. Uh, so, yeah, they do all of those things. They take care of those teams. And they treat them just like they should. They earn the right to be in a World Series, and they treat them like that. And I'm telling you, it's an important, important event in Grand Junction, Colorado, just like it's an important event in Omaha, Nebraska. I've had the privilege, and I don't know how many other guys have can say this, but I've had the opportunity and the privilege to broadcast not only the Junior College World Series, but the College World Series. And the experience in Grand Junction was just as exciting and just as much fun as the experience in Omaha. And Juco baseballs, I mean, it's high-level stuff. Like you'll, you'll see some guys come out of the bullpen or step to the plate that are going to play, uh, you know, power five ball, going to play in the major leagues. So uh, another great experience for McLennan. Mitch Thompson does a great job. And, yeah, they'll kick it off bright and early tomorrow morning. Well, you stop and think about McLennan. Uh, their last two shortstops are playing in the SEC. Right, yeah. You know, one of them's up at Arkansas, and mm-hmm. I think that's the number one team in the country. So it's high-level caliber competition. And it's outstanding baseball. It is, yeah. It, it really and is. And they have the catch, former catchers using the Yankees organization. I'm blanking on his name. Ah, uh, help me. 
I, I, I'd have to look. Bro, I, Josh Bro? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, that, you're exactly right. Josh Bro. And you're talking about hit it nine miles. He can hit it nine miles. Uh, that guy could swing a bat. Uh, and, and he has a brother. I'm trying to think where his brother's playing, uh, th- who was at McLennan as well. Because mm-hmm. uh, the one year that we we had two bros in the lineup, <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah, they're, right. <laughs> they were brothers. They were brothers. And they were bros. They were bros. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, they were. Uh, they were in McLennan's lineup. Yeah, and one was an outfitter and one was a catcher. But yeah, I mean, they, they just turn out high caliber players. And these these guys go on to the next level and. And they go on to the next level from there. So, and and you will see some tremendous baseball uh, at the Junior College World Series. If you ever, if you're looking for something fun to do sometime, and it's beautiful scenery. I mean, you, you're Grand Junction, Colorado has it sits up in the mountains. It's not too terribly far mm-hmm. from Utah. Uh, it's it's really gorgeous. Uh, Really nice. A lot of fun. All right, uh, 12 after 4. We are off and running here on the uh, on the Friday edition, TGIF edition of the program. This is Game Time, and we're brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business, and we have got more of the program coming up next. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Scattered showers and thunderstorms across central Texas this evening. Heavy rainfall, a big concern, so watch out for some localized flooding. Also could see some small hail from time to time. Overnight, we start to clear it out with lows dropping to 67 and another round of showers and thunderstorms possible early in the morning on Saturday in 79. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. I love baseball. The Rangers and Mariners play game two of their four-game series at T-Mobile Park in Seattle tonight. And that's belted. Deep left center field. Back goes Garcia to the wall, and he leaps, and did he catch it? No, it's gone. You threw my baseball. He caught it. (laughs) He deked all of us. He he held on to the ball, didn't throw it, didn't have any kind of reaction at all. Hi, everybody. This is Eric Nadell inviting you to join Matt Hicks, Jared Sandler, and me. Our Geico broadcast time is 8.30 on the Texas Rangers Radio Network. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You want it hot. You want it now. Hot honey pizza, that is. Red sauce, mozzarella, parmesan, ricotta, pepperoni, salami, jalapenos, and a hefty drizzle of Mike's hot honey drizzled on the pizza when it's bubbly and fresh out of the oven. Go to Village Pizzeria at Union Hall in Waco for the unforgettable hot honey pizza that'll keep you going back for more. Visit Village Pizzeria in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Try the hot honey pizza. You'll be back for more. 
The Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, June 5th and Sunday, June 6th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll find preppers, survivalist supplies and equipment, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and so much more. So head on down to the Real Texas Gun Show, June 5th, 9 to 5, and June 6th, 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. There it is. Nice work. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testofen, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text BICEP to 321-321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text BICEP to 321-321. That's BICEP to 321-321. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. I think I'll let the song play a little bit. Pretty good. 17 after 4, 417. Welcome back in. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Stephen, glad to have you with us on a Friday afternoon. Hope you have a uh, a great weekend uh, and an extended weekend. But let's all remember what mo- what uh, Monday's all about, uh, Memorial Day. Let's uh, tip our hat and say thank you to those men and women who are serving our country and to those who have served our country and to those who have sacrificed their life for our country. Uh, Stephen, we forgot to give the scores. I was going to give the scores and kind of talk about this real fast. But uh, yesterday, uh, it was it was a great day for Central Texas mm-hmm. yesterday on the high school front as Bosqueville even their series well uh, with uh, uh, with uh, in, in up in Weatherford seven to two the final as uh, as Bosqueville gets even with Winthorpe and evens that series up at a game apiece. They are scheduled to go, uh, what, tonight at 6.30, and uh, and that'll be the third and final game of the series. Hubbard gets a win over Dodd City 2-1. to one. Now, that's in the regional final round. The 1A are already into the regional final round, so the uh, Hubbard Jaggers are one win away from heading to the state tournament down in Round Rock, and, and uh, we're, we're going to talk with uh, – with Hubbard's coach coming up a little later on in the program, so we'll do that. Also, Crawford got uh, got a five three victory uh, up in Whitney yesterday in softball to even that series at a game apiece. So, 
They're going to play the rubber game of that uh, series tomorrow. I think tonight is a graduation situation, so they're not going to schedule for tonight, which is good. They're going to move to West at 11 o'clock tomorrow and play the third and final game with the winner going to uh, to Macombs Field for the state tournament. So uh, there's a lot of good stuff going on. Crawford boys bowed out of the uh, playoffs, losing a doubleheader yesterday to Lindsay. So uh, Coach Smith's team is, is out. But uh, Bosqueville, Hubbard, Lake Belton won again yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a big win, and they're they're down in Navasota tonight. One went away from getting to the state tournament, and uh, good. What I mean, just a lot of fun to see these these teams having success this late in the year. It definitely is. Yeah, Crawford softball swung the bat a little bit better uh, last night. I know in game one, lineup got shut down, but that's that's the joy of, of these series. You can't even up. You can come back and. Uh, fight for you know to live another day so they'll get a chance in that winner take all game Saturday and Crawford boys went up against a really good uh, Lindsay team last night and they had a, a great season we'll we'll talk with the coach at Hubbard later on nice win for them and like Belton man year one there that that <laughs> campus and they just and, and no no upperclassmen no upperclassmen freshmen and sophomores they're finding a way uh, and I, I, I know the, the team they played last night, uh, their pitcher is committed to Baylor. So that's high-level competition. They found a way to, to get a victory and extra innings, and um, they'll have a chance to move on again tonight. But, yeah, uh, Coach Cope, the football coach and AD there, he's doing a, a great job um, getting that thing uh, right and, and building a pretty fantastic culture there in a short time. So we will, uh, as we mentioned, we will talk with uh, Kirk Allen from, uh, from Crawford. And I- I'm curious what the difference was – in 24 hours. I mean, as you mentioned, <laughs> yeah. they could not hit Yannick, uh, but they did last night uh, mm-hmm. and put five runs on the board. So, And I'm curious, uh, do you go with your ace three days in a row? I mean, do you make some chance? I don't, I, I'll be curious to see how it all unfolds uh, uh, tomorrow, especially with the day off today. So we'll get into that a little bit. Uh I want to talk a second here, and you mentioned it. We will talk to Jordan Grimm, the uh, head, uh, head coach over at Hubbard. Man, that's a big win over Dodge City. They're playing in Nevada community. I have no idea where that's at. I've, I've never, I've never, I've never heard of that either. I haven't, and I, you know, I kind of pride myself having broadcast games all over the state. You know, being able to know where places, but I do not know where that's at. So, uh, you know, we'll effort that, but. I, I want to talk a little bit about Tim Tebow for a second. First of all, I don't know what the the big riff is about. You know, the, people are on Urban Myers, Stephen, pretty good about signing Tim Tebow to a deal to play tight end. First of all, what's it matter if he mm-hmm. makes the team? Great, you, you've you know you've got an additional tight end. If he doesn't make the team, has he hurt anything? No, I, I don't think so. I, I mean, I, I get why you would have questions about it. He's been out of the league for a long time. He did the minor league baseball thing mm-hmm. and went about as high as he could there. And, of course, he had the deal where he was also doing TV at the same time. But, listen, you know, Tim Tebow's gotten some really good opportunities over the last few years. Um, he's a well-connected guy. Obviously here, he has that familiarity with Urban Meyer. And he could have made this change in his earlier in his football career. He didn't want to do it at that time. He gets out of the league. So if somebody's going to give you a chance, I'm never going to begrudge someone for taking it. Like Tim Tebow is going to go do his thing, play some football. Uh, If it doesn't work out, they'll cut him. At the very least, he's a good locker room guy. I know he's a little more of a media distraction than your usual 90th guy on, on the roster. But yeah, you're right. What does it hurt? And honestly, 
the Jags are going to sell a few jerseys. I know they already have. If he stays on the roster, they'll probably sell a few more tickets. And that's a big part of it. But that's not his fault. He's just taking advantage of the opportunity he has. I, I want to know, I mean, the, in, in what is the, other than he's a good guy and he is a good dude, what is the, what is the interest? Here's the thing. So when, when, when they announced that Tebow has signed with, with Jacksonville and he's going to try to make the team as a tight end, Vegas immediately went to town. It's the hottest NFL player prop bet in Las Vegas. The over-under of two and a half touchdowns this season for Tim Tebow. And they had to put a limit on it. It's a $2,000 limit to bet the under. $2,000 limit to bet the under. The One of the guys in Vegas says, quote, the interest has absolutely exceeded my expectations. That according to a spokesperson for the uh, station casinos out in Las Vegas. What is the so tell me what drives the Tim Tebow interest wagon? That's a great question, Tom. I think there's a lot of media people that try to figure that out. I feel like part of it is he's obviously very outspoken about his faith, and he draws a lot of people in mm-hmm. with that. He's and I know he knows he does speeches and does talks um, at churches across the country, different events around the country. Uh, I don't really understand why he's such a lightning rod. I mean, ultimately, he's just a guy trying to be an athlete. He's gotten some opportunities. I I think a lot of it was when he was there playing quarterback for Denver. You know, in in sports media, and I'm not saying us, but just on the national side, they love to debate, and they love to explain things. Like, they want to explain everything Hmm. in in the world of sports. And I'll tell you, that run that Tim Tebow had with the Broncos, it didn't really make any sense. He wasn't playing particularly well, but he played well when he had to. They won some games, and then it, shortly after that, he moved on and went somewhere else. And so many people just got like emotionally connected to either his success or his failure. He just became one of those guys that drives conversation. But I can't exactly put my finger on why, and I don't know why it's such a big story that he signed in Jacksonville, because he's either going to make the team or he's not. That's right. But he is a big story. And mm-hmm. that's the thing. It, it's, it is wild. I mean, again, if if somebody else who was really a talking head, and that's what he is right now, he has been for several years for the SEC Network uh, on their Saturday uh, SEC coverage, says, hey, you know, I think I'm going to come out of the booth and I'm going to go try it again and, and just see. Is is there a line on him <laughs> in Las Vegas? I mean, it, it's crazy. And again, this guy says the interest level is unreal. It is getting action. And I'm, you know, and that's just one example. There's no question what he does draws attention, good, bad, or indifferent. And again, Tebow is one of those guys, you know, that uh, that is just he's a good dude. And and some will say, some will say, Stephen, oh, he's too squeaky clean. He no one's, you know, no one's. But that's he's just living his life the best way he knows how. He is. Yeah, we got Todd Meridian on hold. Well, let's talk to Todd. Todd, what's going on this afternoon? Welcome to the program. Yeah, good, yeah, good afternoon, gentlemen. Man, great show as always. But, yeah, I'll weigh in on Tim Tebow. Man, I, man, I've listened to the national media just trying to carve him apart and stuff. You know, why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? And all this kind of stuff. But, I mean, he's, he's I mean, the way I look at it, guys, is, man, I mean, let the guy have a daggum chance. I mean, if he makes the team fine, if he doesn't fine, I still, for the life of me, I always thought he was a one heck of a daggum college quarterback, but 
he's really not an NFL football player. But, man, if he wants to try to go play for his old coach and give it a shot, then so be it. I mean, get off of him. I mean, that's the way I look at it. Todd, thanks. Appreciate the phone call. And, and, and Todd makes a great point. You know, every time the national media, or anybody for that matter, attacks Tim Tebow, he doesn't attack back. Have you ever noticed that? He he just, he just you know what, it, it it's almost like it's just doesn't exist. He just goes on about his business and does his thing and, and tries to be the example that he believes that he is called to be. And, and it's, I think some people just can't handle the fact that he's a good guy. And, and But he is... He's interesting. He's an interesting mm-hmm. person. I mean, I, I I don't know if you ever watched some of the SEC pregame stuff, but I, I find him interesting. He's had a fascinating life, that's <laughs> There's for sure. There's no question. And, and lived a lot of life in whatever his early 30s. But, um, no, I think that's part of it. I think people do expect at some point we'll kind of see the facade break or we'll see some fraudulence from him. But they're just not. He's just a genuine dude who's trying to do what he what he thinks is best. So are you going to bet the over or the under? I'll Come tell you. On. What'd you do? If, if I had to bet, I'd bet the under. But good luck, Tim. So under two and a half touchdowns this season. Yeah, I can't see him. I, the, the one thing, though, that would be on your side if you're going to bet the over, do they use him in like a special goal line package as a quarterback? Where he can throw or run? There's all kinds of mm-hmm. options for Tim Tebow if you want to put in a package for Tim Tebow. If he makes the team now, and again, we're calling him a tight end. Is he going to be a tight end? Is he going to be an H? I mean, yeah, you know, we don't know what Urban Meyer has in plan has planned for him. Now, the naysayers will say, first of all, he's thirty something years old. He hadn't played football in a hundred years. He's not going to make the football team. And now you've got Urban Meyer, who's trying to make that transition back into pros, back into football, and not only make it back into football, but he's making it back into the NFL. He, uh, he he doesn't need that distraction. They they need to have a very quiet and, and very methodical, if you will, uh, training camp. But that's not what's going to happen with Tim Tebow there. You know it and I know it. No. Yeah, he's he's going to get media attention. That's just part of it. And that's part of what they'll have to live through by signing him. All right, so there you go. We did some Tim Tebow conversation. I just found it interesting. You know, why is T- Tim Tebow, as, as Stephen described him, a lightning rod. And he is. He is absolutely that. It is a 429. I tell you what let's do. When, we're going to step aside, and when we come back, we are going to visit with Jordan Grimm. He's the head coach of the Hubbard Jaggers, and they are one win away from playing in Round Rock, Texas at the State Baseball Tournament in Class 1A. We'll talk to him next on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. Thought about this and told a couple people in the press box yesterday. People have asked, man, what's it like to do a national championship game? What's mm-hmm. that like? And I said, it's great. I mean, there's nothing like that uh, professionally. I said, but you know what? You've got to do a lot of Baylor Prairie View A&M games before you get to a national championship game. And then last night, I find myself sitting there doing Baylor and Prairie View A&M. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Your attention is needed for this special announcement. It's Freedom Country's grand opening sales event. Central Texas, you've asked for it and you've got it. Freedom Country's grand opening sales event is here. And during our Freedom Country sales event, you can take advantage of thousands of dollars in savings and zero dollars down delivers. And like I said, we're making car buying easy with five makes two stores all in one location right here in Colleen at Freedom Country. I had to say it. 
all of us plus textile license together for 50 chance. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovacic Sausage and West. NBA playoffs continue tonight. Knicks at the Hawks. Series tied at 1. Tip is at 6 o'clock. Nets are at the Celtics. Nets lead that series 2-0. Tip at 7-30. And the Mavs host the Clippers in Game 3. Mavs lead that series 2-0. Tip at 8-30. Astros start a weekend series with the Padres tonight at home. First pitch at 7-10. Rangers on a three-game slide continue their series with the Mariners tonight. First pitch at 9-10. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Big 12 baseball tournament continues today. West Virginia and Oklahoma State at 4 and tonight Texas gets the winner of that game at 7.30. Lake Belton Softball continues their series with Navasota today at 5.30. Broncos lead the series 1-0 and Crawford Lady Pirates play the rubber match with Italy tomorrow at 11 for a trip to Austin. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Congratulations to Scott Drew and the national champion Baylor Bears. Welcome back into the program. It is a 433, our program brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business, and the 4 o'clock hour service of Goodfeet in the Central Texas marketplace near Cabela's. Time to talk some high school baseball, and we welcome in Jordan Grimm, the head coach of the Hubbard Jaggers. First of all, Coach, thanks so much for your time today. Man, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Talk a little bit about last night, a heck of a ball game uh, that your club wins over Dodd City 2-1, to one, and I guess it begins on the mound with, with your starter, Justin Johnson. Yeah, man, you know, we talked all week about just getting up there, uh, throwing a bunch of strikes, you know, not giving them free passes, and, you know, just playing good defense behind him. 
Uh, that's kind of what we preach, you know, all year, not just all, you know, not just for this week. So he did a great job and we played great defense behind him. Coach, one of the things that, that we've talked about uh, over the last week or two, when you're at this point in the season, there's not a bad team. This it, It's got to be about execution, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, Dot City, they're number one in uh, 1A right now. They're very, they're a very, very good baseball team. I mean, very well coached. Um, you know, you get, and at this point in time, you just have to have a, you know, some things go right for you as well. Last night was one of those nights for us. You you mentioned things go right. Uh, what what did go right for you besides the quality start? Man, um, you know, the first three innings were you know fairly stressful for us. Um, uh, we threw a guy out of the plate at, in the first inning. They had the bases loaded, no outs in the second, and the bases loaded, you know, no outs in the third inning. And, you know, we came around, you know, only gave up one run, and those two innings were huge. The fact that you get a break today, if you will, I guess because of graduation, does, do you think that's a positive or a negative going into tomorrow's doubleheader? I mean, that's a tough question. Um, our kids are really, I feel like we're, you know, we're locked in and we're solely, you know, pretty concentrated on the task at hand. And, you know, and so I, you know, it's a little bit different right now, but I think our kids will adjust accordingly. Coach, how do you uh, keep the pressure off your team? I mean, I know these are really important games. You want them to be focused, but just also keeping the guys loose enough to, to execute. Uh, it starts in practice. I mean, we have very, very tough practice. Um, you know, um, it starts all the way back um, in the, against, you know, the Wortham team, the Wortham game, uh, 15 games, 15 games ago, you know, we lost, we got beat by them. Uh, nine to seven, and uh, kids came to me and said, "Coach, we gotta have tougher practices. We gotta work harder." And ever since then, I mean, we've been rolling. And it starts with practice. We we have very tough practice, so that when situations occur in the games, bases loaded, no outs, we've already you know we've already had that happen in practice. Coach, when did you know that? Hey, I, I this is a special group. Uh, you know, I've I've kind of known for a while, and to be honest with you, it started um, uh, three years ago. We you know. Uh, we got to the second round in 2A. I had, of course, we had a great group of seniors last year as well. And, uh, man, they just come to work every day. They work their butts off. Um, they're just they're just good kids. And they just love baseball. They love being around each other. We have a good time. And, I mean, we're having a lot of success with them. Coach, had you ever been to Nevada, Texas before uh, this <laughs> this series? And how did you guys decide on, on that neutral uh, location? No, no, sir. Never been, never, never been in Nevada, Texas. Um, really, truly, it was kind of, it was kind of hard to find a field in this round. I kind of really didn't figure that. And you know, Nevada had one of the only ones, kind of between us and Dodge City on on that side of Dallas that we could find. So that's kind of how that one worked out. Pardon my stupidity, but are you playing on turf or is it is it natural grass? Oh yeah, turf. I mean, we in the playoffs, I fairly like. You know, I kind of like to play on turf every game that we played has been on turf and i don't want to bring up a negative here but uh obviously it is raining today do you have an alternate location in case you have to go chase a dry field uh no we're just gonna play you know we're just gonna play on turf and i mean we can play in the rain as long as it's not lightning basically all right, Coach. Hey, I appreciate your time. Thanks so much. We wish you the very best against Dodd City tomorrow as uh, you uh, look to uh, – one, one went away from, from Round Rock in the state tournament. We wish you the very best. 
Thank you all. Hey, have a great day. That is uh, Jordan Grimm, the head coach of the Hubbard Jaggers. And, uh, you know, again, I, I read that article in the Waco Tribune Herald where he was talking about, hey, uh, after, after a loss, the thing when he mentioned it was to Wortham that the kids came and said, hey, <laughs> let's, let's crack the whip. And, and I'm like, okay, how often does that happen? Yeah, that's some really good accountability from a, a bunch of high schoolers and – Tells me there's some great leadership on that team. I imagine a bunch of juniors and seniors that kind of understand what it takes to win. And hey, they've responded. And Nevada, if you're curious, it's north, uh, yeah, come on, northeast of Dallas. So, and I always thought it was out west. I mean, yeah, so, I figured it was out west too. That name, yeah, but it's not. It's it's, it's it's only actually about three hours from Waco, so it's not as far as I I thought it was. Well, I I envision this little bitty town out in you know, but okay, west so, west Texas, yeah. So, so you're saying it's it's northeast, like northeast of Dallas, yeah. I, you know, I wonder where. You know, I I know like Wolf City is out that direction, mm-hmm. and and Honey Grove is out there. I wonder if it's close to any of those towns. But anyway, must have a nice baseball facility, I guess. <laughs> well, absolutely, they're on carpet. Turf and all. <laughs> One A on 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 carpet. All right, uh, four forty twenty away from five, and and uh, that is our visit with Jordan Grimm. And, and like I said, we'll uh, we'll visit with uh, the head softball coach of the Crawford Pirates uh, coming up uh, at the top of the hour. We'll. Uh, We'll talk with uh, Kirk Allen here and uh, talk about their big win last night to even the series at a game apiece with Italy. Uh, hey, don't forget tomorrow, rain or shine, you can come and, and join the entire festivities going on at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business, from 10 until 1130. Come by and meet Steven. No, I'm kidding. Come by and meet national champion Mark Vidal. Mark will be there uh, signing autographs, saying hello to taking pictures and doing all that fun stuff. It'll be a good time for the entire family. And as we mentioned, you can get autographs and refreshments, and there's going to be a huge giveaway, including a $200 cash drawing and an awesome national champion uh, gift basket from Barefoot uh, Campus Outfitters. So, man, uh, look forward to seeing you over there tomorrow between 10 and 1130 at Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram Fiat. I think that's going to be a cool event. Uh, you know, and it doesn't really matter cool if it's event. raining yeah. or uh, who cares. Get out there, meet Mark Vidal, go see some, you know, great inventory there at Allen Samuels. But uh, pretty rare that you get to meet a, a national champion up close and personal. And, like and you know what, he is, and I don't know him personally, but just watching, he he looks like he is a good dude. Yeah, I mean, fun personality, absolutely, for sure. absolutely. So that should be a lot of fun. That'll be at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business, and uh, it's a two hundred one West Loop three forty, right down from Highway eighty four. It's a nineteen in front of five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up next, we are going to get to the latest news and notes for the Texas Rangers. We call it the Ranger Roundup. Recently on the John Moore Show. Thought about this and told a couple people in the press box yesterday. People have asked, man, what's it like to do a national championship game? What's mm-hmm. that like? And I said, it's great. I mean, there's nothing like that uh, professionally. I said, but you know what? You've got to do a lot of Baylor Prairie View A&M games before you get to a national championship game. And then last night, I found myself sitting there doing Baylor and Prairie View A&M. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on ESPN Central Texas. Don't you wish everyone spoke about you the way your mom does? You know, it's no wonder this guy made his mama proud. She always wanted him to be a doctor. Hi there, I'm the Foundation Doctor. That's Ronnie Weathorn, the Foundation Doctor. 
My team and I have accumulated over 70 years' experience dealing with Central Texas soils and foundations. We're always honest with you and would never suggest work you don't need. If we say we can fix it, we will. And our warranties, well, they're the best in the business. We treat your home like it's our mom's in hopes that you will speak as highly about us as she does. If you think you need foundation repair, you're in good hands with the doctor. If you don't believe me, just ask my mom. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls. The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Graduation season is upon us, and Morrison's Gifts has the perfect gift to commemorate the graduates' great accomplishments. Since 1979, Morrison's Gifts has been Waco's gift store for personalized graduation gifts. John Hart ID wallets, duffels, laundry bags, and luggage for guys and gals, Consuela purses, and accessories, just to name a few. Always free gift wrapping and shipping to anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts, a proud Baylor alumni-owned business in the Brazos Place Center next to Jason's Deli. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H-braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. NBA playoffs continue tonight. Knicks at the Hawks. Series tied at 1. Tip is at 6 o'clock. Nets are at the Celtics. Nets lead that series 2-0. Tip at 7-30. And the Mavs host the Clippers in Game 3. Mavs lead that series 2-0. Tip at 8-30. Astros start a weekend series with the Padres tonight at home. First pitch at 7-10. Rangers on a three-game slide continue their series with the Mariners tonight. First pitch at 9-10. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Big 12 baseball tournament continues today. West Virginia and Oklahoma State at 4 and tonight Texas gets the winner of that game at 7.30. Lake Belton Softball continues their series with Navasota today at 5.30. Broncos lead the series 1-0. And Crawford Lady Pirates play the rubber match with Italy tomorrow at 11 for a trip to Austin. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Your home for the Waco Lions ESPN Central Texas. Six fourteen away from 5. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Steven, we're glad you're with us and time to talk some Ranger baseball. Time now for the Ranger Roundup brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. 
All right, Rangers on the road, and that has not been a good formula. Just just say <laughs> Rangers on the road, and what did we figure up, Stephen? They've lost eight or nine in a row now? Uh, I believe nine in a row now. And, uh, yeah, not super competitive last night, unfortunately. The other day they came back against the Angels, made that a game, uh, but last night, tough sledding against the Mariners. Do you think it's because this is a young club? And I mean, what is the deal? I mean – and as you and I realize, hey, look, the best teams are gonna, you know, gonna be around five hundred on the road. They, it, it's just a tough deal. Mm-hmm. But this team is just not getting it done. And as you mentioned, it wasn't a very they, there wasn't a whole lot of fight yesterday. Didn't appear. No, the young team might be part of it, but they had that day off between. So you think they come out with some energy? I just feel like Tom, it, it's the the lack of depth in pitching, and they've had some some nice runs. I know Kyle Gibson's been good for the most part, but. Uh, Keone Arahara now on the injured list with surgery. Dane Dunning, Jordan Lyles, guys that have been really good for them. I think they're starting to come back down to earth. And once that sort of came down to the mean, um, they've just struggled. And also, you know, Tom, this is this is a team. They have some bats. Like we talked about Garcia yesterday, but they're just really streaky. I mean, they'll they'll score six or seven runs, and then they'll come back and get shut out. And when that lineup's not on. Um, and, and combined with uh, some spotty pitching, it's just, just not a good recipe. Just six hits yesterday. Yep. And, and two of them out of your nine hole, your catcher. So the rest of the lineup, the guys, you know, and you're not going to count on a lot of offense from, from Trevino, uh, but you got two hits from him last night. So that, that means the other eight combined for four hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not going to win many ball games when one through eight combined for four hits. No, you're not, and n- no real pop in the lineup either. Uh, so Gallo, he came on a little bit at the end of that last series, but he's struggling. You know, Solak and Connor Falefa have been good, but they weren't good last night. Just a, a tough day. Now, we did see Adolis Garcia make a nice play in the field, but that was really uh, about it as far as highlights went for Texas. You know, early in the year, Gallo, uh, you thought, well, hang on a second. What's this about? Because he was walking a lot, and he wasn't striking out a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, two strikeouts last night and in – no no walks in the ball game and so I, I don't know it's just this is an interesting club and again it, it's just one I guess you're just gonna have to have some patience with because this this team is as you mentioned streaky and, and you know when you're a young club and you're in a rebuild like mm-hmm. they are uh the leadership is is interesting I mean Woody seems to be pretty even keel, and I'm, I'm 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 bouncing off the walls going hang on a second but he seems to be you know he knows what the plan is from management down to field manager, and I guess he's the right guy, in your opinion? Or, or? <laughs> It's a good question. I, I really can't assess what Chris Woodward has done because the roster just hasn't been there. Now, I will say, I think last year was disappointing because it was a 60-game season, and at least on paper, it looks like with Lance Lynn and Mike Miner and Corey Kluber, now Corey Kluber pitches one inning before a shoulder gives out, on paper, Tom, that looked like a rotation that could get you through a shortened season, and they could not do that. They're one of the worst teams in the league. Then they decided to blow the thing up and rebuild. So it, it, it's tough for me to kind of get a read on him and what exactly he wants to do. And and the leadership point's a good one because I don't know who the vet is in that clubhouse that can stand up and say, hey, here's what we got to do. Mm-hmm. And, and it carries some weight because of what they've done. I, I think the closest guy to this, and I know a lot of people listening would be like, no way, but Gallo might be the closest dude to doing that. There's no question. But, I mean, he's he's really been inconsistent. And I feel like the thing with Joey is, um, you know, he as you said, he was walking early in the year, but he wasn't hitting home runs. 
and he was still getting on base. And he was doing a nice job, and I think he's just lost his patience. I just feel like he's looked and said, hey, I only got four or five home runs on the season. I have to start hitting. That's what they had me here to do, and that plate discipline's kind of gone away. But how, how would you assess Chris Woodward over the first couple of years of his tenure? Well, and again, I'm like you. I, I don't know what to think about last year because that thing was, was a disaster from the get-go. But with this club this year, he, he's he, I watch him in those post game press conferences, the pressers, and there's it's just so much of of a positive spin. And I don't is that what you do with a young club? I mean, he he clearly is showing patience. I, I I don't and maybe he does blow his stack at some point, and we just don't see it or hear it. But man alive, everything seems to be on a very even keel. And you know, I. I honestly would like to see a little bit more emotion, and I know mm-hmm. it's 162 games. It's a young ball. I, I get all that, but you know, I don't know. Uh, is are are they teaching and are they doing the things that they feel like that they need to do to move this program forward? And, and what is forward at this point? When you're losing, that that even kill demeanor certainly does not come off as inspiring. I, I think Woodward is just coming from a place of he probably feels pretty safe because they're not in a hurry to do anything. New new general manager. New general manager. Now we'll see. I mean, they might turn around saying, no, we're going in a completely different direction. But I I just think he kind of knows the plan. And and I don't know what an attainable goal for this team is. It looked like for a while, Tom, they were going to hang around 500, Mm -hmm. which I I think that would be huge. Huge, yeah. Throw the doors open, shout from the rooftops. And then you could look and say, well, hey, maybe Nick Solak's a dude we could keep around for a little while. Um, at the moment, they don't look like that team anymore. They look like a group that might might catch you by surprise and sweep the Astros every once in a while. But for the most part, it's going to be what you saw last night. So I, I think the goal is just player development. For somebody like Garcia, you know, can he continue on this torrid pace? Is Willie Calhoun going to get better? If and when we eventually see Josh Young at third base when he gets back from his injury and makes his way to the majors, what does he look like? Does somebody like Davis Wenzel come up and make, you know, a splash? The the frustrating thing for me as a Rangers fan right now is I understand the need to rebuild, but it's not like, and and all due respect to those guys that I just mentioned, it's not like they have five or six dudes at AAA that you're just, Mm -hmm. oh man, like when these guys get up here, let's go. It's a whole new ball game. I, I think Josh Young could be a really good player, but. But really good players don't win a lot of ball yeah, games. Yeah, I, I don't think he's a, a cornerstone culture changer. And, and that's that's my issue is if you're going to rebuild through your farm system, then you got to show me some some guys that can come up and play. And if you're not going to do that, then you got to get the pocketbook out and start paying free agents. And they're definitely not interested in doing that. No, and, and in, in today's, today's professional sports society, it's win now, worry about it later. Mm-hmm. And, and look what the Astros did to win. I mean, they had to go through three or four horrendous seasons before they could turn the corner and start going again. Well, and the Rangers tried to kick that down the road for a while, and I think that was a mistake they made, is they said, okay, well, we're we're going to sort of do both. We'll keep Elvis Andrews in the lineup, and we're going to sign some older free agents to sort of keep us afloat and keep us competitive. 
But the issue with that is you look up and you didn't really do anything last three years. And now now you're selling everybody on, okay, we're, we're taking this thing down to the studs and building it back up. Oh, by the way, come see our new ballpark. Yeah, that's, that's, like, there it is right there. Come, come watch uh, you know, Nick Solak and Jose Trevino at, at Globe Life. It, just, it doesn't drive the needle much. And they better get better in a hurry because I, I do like that place. And it, I've been to a game there. It looks great. But... Uh, I, I can only can you watch bad baseball yeah I, I can only appreciate the aesthetics of a ballpark so much so when you look at this club where are you building around what are you building around is it like we talked about yesterday Connor Falefa I, I think he's okay and you know what if your shortstop hits 285 which he's doing right now I can live with that if he makes the plays up the middle 285 from a shortstop but what else do you have to build around well, that was my question yesterday I, I mean yeah, Kiner Fluff has been a solid player for them. We know what Joey Gallo is. You hope he gets better, but the the uh, improvement doesn't seem to be there. And I mean, Adolis Garcia is is he just is he Danny Santana, who was a fun story a couple of years ago and was pushing for a batting title, and now he's uh, in, in the Red Sox minor league system, or is this somebody who can actually play for a few years? Those are the questions you're gonna have to answer. But yes, that's that's another big problem is. Uh, who's the face of the franchise? Like the Padres, who are actually getting pretty good now, but they came in last year and they weren't a good team, Tom. But you could see, like, oh, Fernando Tatis, that's a good player. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a really good young Smart player. Smart Alec, but that's a good player. Yes. Yeah. A little bit of showman, but he's a, a heck of a baseball player. And, and the Rangers don't have that guy on the roster. That's a great point. That is a great point. And that is our Ranger Roundup. It's 455. We're five away from five. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You want it hot. You want it now. Hot honey pizza, that is. Red sauce, mozzarella, parmesan, ricotta, pepperoni, salami, jalapenos, and a hefty drizzle of Mike's hot honey drizzled on the pizza when it's bubbly and fresh out of the oven. Go to Village Pizzeria at Union Hall in Waco for the unforgettable hot honey pizza that'll keep you going back for more. Visit Village Pizzeria in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Try the hot honey pizza. You'll be back for more. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, June 5th and Sunday, June 6th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll find preppers, survivalist supplies and equipment, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and so much more. So head on down to the Real Texas Gun Show, June 5th, 9 to 5, and June 6th, 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. 
Are you nearly maxed out on your credit cards? It doesn't matter if you're using your credit cards for fun or to survive. At the end of the month, your statements come in. And you can either pay them or you can't. If you can't, late fees and interest rates get tacked on. And now, you're struggling just to make the minimum payment due. Do you feel trapped? Am I talking to you? Good, because I personally researched some companies that can help you. They may be able to reduce your credit card balances by 50% and stop the late fees. If you qualify, please call our special debt hotline number right now for a complimentary free five-minute consultation. Deal with your credit card problem now before it gets much worse and put more money back in your pocket. Trust me, I've been there too. Call right now. 800-948-1659. 800-948-1659. That's 800-948-1659. Have you noticed cracks in the sheetrock or brick walls? Do you have doors that are sticking? Well, those are telltale signs that you may well have a foundation issue. Meet Ronnie Weathorn, the Foundation Doctor. Hi there, I'm the Foundation Doctor, and I've been caring for your neighbor's foundation for many years. My team and I have accumulated over 70 years' experience dealing with Central Texas soils and foundations. We are your one-stop, full-service company. Not all foundations are the same, and not all soils are the same. Most companies will only focus on two or three solutions and try to convince you that theirs is the best. At The Foundation Doctor, we offer six different methods because we focus on the right solution for you, not for us. Our inspections are always free within our service area, so give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls? The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something then let the pros at mallory screen printing and embroidery do the job for you they can customize your logo on t-shirts caps dress shirts golf shirts winter apparel and more stickers for any occasion banners and signs large or small see more at malloryprint.com or call 1-800-433-2220 for your next custom screen printing or embroidery check out their full catalog at malloryprint.com Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time. Drive safely, please. Hands at 10 and 2. It is a uh, it is a wet one here in the heart of Texas. And our 5 o'clock hour brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. They're currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. Let's uh, dive back into the program, and let's talk some high school softball as we welcome in Crawford head softball coach Kirk Allen to the program. Coach, first of all, thanks for your time. We appreciate it today. You bet. Thanks a lot for having me on. Coach, a uh, big win for your club last night that kept the season alive and even the series with Italy at, at a game apiece. You win 5-3. to three. What was the big difference, in your opinion, between game one and game two? We did a lot better job at the plate uh, with our approach uh, hitting us a pitcher. They have one of the best pitchers in, in 2A, and uh, we just didn't do a very good job the first game of uh, being patient, waiting for a good pitch, and swinging at good, good, good pitches. So, did a lot better job in that second game. We had a better approach to play uh, pretty much up and down the lineup and tried to put the ball in play a lot more. We struck out 13 times that first game, so we decided we couldn't do that. So we uh, 
threw some balls in play, tried to bunt some, tried to move some runners, just different things. So it seemed to work a lot better for us. Did did your kids seem a little more comfortable facing her the second time around? I think so. Um, you know, that first time, no matter what you talk about, what you say, until they've actually got in a box and actually stand in front of her, they don't realize how good she is. So I think uh, that first game, uh, we were a little bit uh, maybe, I mean, we were ready as far as our approach, but I just think that we get in, got in the box and didn't realize, wow, she really is good. She has a lot of speed and movement. So, um, you know, if you have that combination as a 2A pitcher, you know, she's throwing about 61, 62, and the ball's moving. Uh, that's pretty difficult. We don't get to see that very often. So um, I think it was good for our kids to – that's why I'm glad we played two out of three because obviously we would have been done. But I knew that our kids needed a chance to see her a little bit, and then once they did, they could make an adjustment. Coach, how big was it to get two runs early in that game just from a confidence standpoint? Oh, huge, huge. Because, you know, no matter how much you talk about it and how much you say you're going to do it until somebody actually goes out there and does it, um, you know, it, it was huge for everybody. Because once we got that going, everybody in the line was like, hey, okay, we can do this. We can hit the ball. We can make some make some plays. We can score some runs. So, yeah, that was huge to get those two runs early in the game. And, in fact, Kirk, you got a couple runs in the first and then a couple more in the second kind of add on there to, to maybe, you know, exhale a little bit, relax, and go play the game. Yes, we did. Um, that that made it, that makes it, you know, huge, obviously, for our pitcher and for our defense. And, of course, they went and scored two not too long after that. So, obviously, we need those that little bit of a cushion. So, because I guarantee if it's like 2 2, it's a different ball game. So, we're still up 4 2. We're still feeling good about ourselves, feeling like, okay, we can do this. We added a couple couple more later on, and, and that just made it, you know, a lot easier on us as far as, you know, not putting so much pressure on our defense. How proud were you of, uh, of the job the girls did in the circle and, and on defense last night? Oh, great. They, they played terrific. Uh, even, even to end the game, they hit a, a, a ball in the gap, and our center fielder. Uh, went and caught it, made a tremendous catch, or otherwise they're going to score another run and have another runner on base. So uh, our defense just played terrific last night. We made several plays on defense, and uh, our pitching, you know, was was terrific as it always has been. She's a uh, she had to gut it out. I know she was a little bit tired there toward the end, you know, pitching back to back games and being in a stressful situation, obviously, you know, more than you normally would be. So I know she was getting tired. So. Uh, she did a great job. She's gotten it out and uh, and taking care of business for us. Day off today. You go back to to work tomorrow at 11 a.m. with the winner of this series going to uh, going to Austin for the state tournament. They've seen you. You've seen them. What's tomorrow about? What's it come down to? Uh, executing what we need to do. You know, uh, there, I mean, there, there's some things that they're trying to do to us, and there's some things we're trying to do to them. And so it's just a matter of who can you know who can uh, execute what they need to do. We know that we need to. Again, have really good approaches at the plate with that pitcher. We know that we're going to have to maybe bunt some and do some different things to try to move some runners around. Um, they did a good job. They they hit the ball a little bit against us, and we made some plays. It's going to be it's going to come down to making plays and and just you know putting the ball in play for us and making them have to make plays on us and uh, and just again having good approaches at the plate and then just being solid on defense, doing what we've been doing all year long and uh, and I, and uh, getting a good pitching performance once again from Kenzie. How critical is that situational softball in a, in a winner-take-all game? Getting a bunt down, uh, you know, moving the the runners on the base pass, and just executing those things. Oh, it makes all the difference in the world. We, you know, we've got to do those things. You know, when you when you're called on the bunt, you've got to get it down because it's just huge. You know, uh, uh, just all those little things make a big difference. That's why we've been practicing all year long, and we've been really we really practicing really hard this week too, because we knew that you know there's not going to be 10, 12 runs scored. It's going to come down to a 
three to one game or a four to one game or four to two, or it's going to come down to play here and there. And that's how both games were. You know, we, we didn't make a couple of plays in that first game and gave them a couple of runs and they didn't make a couple of plays in the second game. And we executed better on our offense and, you know, we ended up coming on top. So that's basically what it's going to come down to is who can do what they execute and, and do the little things like that, like bunning and making a play and, you know, and uh, in certain situations and that's what it's going to come down to. So both two evenly, evenly matched teams. So it, we'll, we'll see what happens. Talking with Kirk Allen, the uh, head softball coach at Crawford, and coach the uh, series shifts from Whitney to West, and you know, and I realize you're on on a field turf surface, but like 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 a natural grass field, every every surface plays a little different. Uh, have you had a chance to play at West? Do you know much about that ballpark? Um, yes, sir. We played there the very first game of the year. We played West, and their turf is. A, you're right. The turf is there is a little bit harder than the turf in Whitney, so you can get a little more bounce off the turf in Whitney. But in West, it's going to be a little bit harder. So, and then also the field's different. In Whitney, the fence is 225, whereas in West, it's a lot closer to 200 than normal length. So, uh, the field is going to be a little bit more closer to normal, not quite as big, and uh, the turf's going to be a little bit different, a little bit harder. So, yeah, you're right. It's going to be a little bit different. Uh, but we have played at both places, so that's going to that's going to hopefully help us out. I'm not sure if at least played at West this year or not, but we played their very first game of the year, so we we've, we've been there. We know what it's like to play there, so hopefully that will give us a little bit of an advantage. You won a state title a couple of years ago. I know there's some roster turnover involved, but how helpful is it to have players that have played in big games and in big situations like this before? Yeah, it's it's huge, especially for something like this. A, a game three, you know, you're you know it's, it's all on the line right here. Uh, we've got three kids that were a part of that 2019 team. And so just their leadership and just their knowledge and uh, not that the other kids haven't played in big games and, and, other, and, other, and other things, but um, it's just different when you're playing for your school and you're playing for your high school and you're, you know, you're going through a counter for the first time. But, yeah, having that, that experience is really big. We, we've got some great kids, some older kids that are great kids, are good leaders for us. So uh, that helps a lot. Uh, just, been, just them. Hopefully, in, in the situations that it's helped so far, just their, their calmness and just knowing hey, it's a long game, and uh, you know, just I think it, obviously that's really big for us. Kirk, we we appreciate the time. Thanks so much uh, for popping on and, and, and being a part of the program. We wish you the very best tomorrow, and and hope that you get it done. And and again, it's been a terrific year, and we appreciate your time today. All right, thank you, sir. Have a great day. That's Kirk Allen, the uh, head coach of the Crawford Lady Pirates, and. You know, Stephen, we were. I, I mentioned the field, and in and, and I, I've seen this before. Uh, field turf surfaces, just because they're the field turf, doesn't mean they all play the same. I, I can tell you this: that uh, in some places, the, the they, they play very, very slow, and in some places, they can play extremely fast. I know that. In, in, you know, we were talking about Kansas State earlier in the Big Twelve tournament at their ballpark at Tolton Family Field. The, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna steal second base, you better start sliding just about the time you leave first because it is slick. And one of the things that I know a lot of teams will do, baseball and softball, when they go into a ballpark that has field turf, they'll practice sliding to see where their their landing spot is and their takeoff spot is and all that kind of stuff. Because it is incredibly different. As he mentioned, this one's going to be a lot firmer than than the field at Whitney. So, I mean, how do you play a bounding ball? He mentioned the the, the dimensions are different. So, uh, yeah, it may it, it you you walk in and go, eh, it looks just exactly. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it may look it, but it doesn't play it. And if you have trouble making an adjustment to that in the first inning and you give up three or four runs, I mean, that can be the ball game in, in a situation like this. So those things are huge, and that's why he's emphasizing 
as he did last night. Like we got to put the ball in play. We got to put pressure on the defense to make those plays and handle, you know, that that ball that's going to come at you maybe in a different rhythm or hop a different way than it would on that surface on Thursday. Day off, both of them will be full strength, and it should be a great one on Saturday between two teams that are certainly deserving of uh, making a, a state tournament appearance. All right, so uh, it is 5-10. We're 10 after 5. This is game time. Brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business. We will uh, come back, and when we do, we are going to dive into some Big 12 football conversation. We started this yesterday and didn't get to, didn't get very deep into it, so we'll kind of recap yesterday. I, I, I just found this a fascinating conversation, and We'll get to it next here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. Joined now by Mike McGraw. Uh, welcome back to the program. And, and what did you what did you make of uh, Phil Mickelson at age 50 winning the PGA Championship? It reminded me a lot of what Jack Nicklaus did in 1986 the Masters. And that is he was a player well past his prime, wasn't even particularly in good form of late. Once he got in contention in a big event, he, he remembered how to win. And Listen to the Matt Mosley Show Monday through Friday from 3 to 4 on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vita me vas. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. 
UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Right. You got to know when to hold up, know when to fold up, know when to walk away, and know when to run. 515, 15 after 5, Tom and Stephen, and I think we are, Stephen, watching the longest press conference in the history of college baseball on one of the, uh, one of the 87 different ESPN channels. Uh, Paul Maneri, the head coach of the LSU Tigers, has announced his uh, his retirement, and so there's a a a, a press conference that's I think started around four o'clock and is still going. So I guess he said, "Hey, if you're gonna let me speak, I'm gonna speak. I got <laughs> I got one more time to do this." So. Open mic, and then he's gonna drop the mic. So there you go. All right, uh, Stephen, get us up to date on what we were talking about yesterday. We 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 got into this briefly yesterday, and I really want us to dive mm-hmm. into this. This this is to me kind of a fast fascinating thing uh, to talk and I realize that you know hey it's May and, and football starts in late August but uh, it, it's still a fascinating conversation so this is uh, Vegas has come out with their over under win totals for big 12 teams so yesterday we went through Baylor Kansas and Texas and so for instance Baylor's over under was five and a half <laughs> So people are betting on whether they think the Bears will win over, which would put them at six wins or more, or under, five wins or less. We discussed that. The over-under for KU is one win for Lance Leipold in his first season. Uh, is that, is, I mean, it, that's borderline insulting, isn't it? Based on what they've done lately, I don't know if it is. I, I mean, I see why you'd say that, though. Wow. One win. They went 0-10 last year. I know. I know. But, yeah, it is, it is pretty insulting. I think if Leipold's... A good coach, then we're we're looking at at least two, but we'll see. I mean, it's all gotta it's all gotta play out over the course of the season. So we'll we'll do some more of these, and you can chime in if you want on the CNC collisions or in text lines two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Pretty simple. Just tell me over under when I name the team. Oklahoma, high expectations for this team, Tom. Mm-hmm. I got a number. They looked like last year they were. Uh, on the ropes, lost to K-State, lost to Iowa State, come back, win the Big 12 title again. So the over-under, and this is regular season win total, so this is not including the Big 12 title game or a bowl game, playoff game, etc. Playoff games. <laughs> 11. So if you go over, you are betting on the Oklahoma Sooners going undefeated. Their non-conference schedule, Tulane, Western Carolina, and then they're reigniting that rivalry with Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska's really excited about Nebraska it. Nebraska doesn't want to reignite that rivalry. <laughs> they would like to reignite that rivalry at a later date, but it's going to happen this year. So, Tom. Under. Under. 
Yeah, I mean, I look, and it's a bad year if they don't win ten or eleven ball games. Let's be honest. I mean, look at the expectation, look mm-hmm. at, and look what the the schedule looks like. If this team doesn't win eleven games, this is. But yeah, I mean, do you see them putting a putting a perfect twelve and zero up there? Which means for them to do what they want to do, there's got to be three more to go with it. That means Correct. fifteen. Again, they're really good at this because I think push is the right answer. Yeah. You know, you drop one game in the regular season, okay. You still win the Big 12 title game, you get to the playoff, and then you see what happens. I can't say they're going to go undefeated. Now, looking at that non-conference schedule, I think they start 3-0. and But, I mean, in Big 12 play, Iowa State's really good. And you never know. The you never X, know. Yeah. The X is the Cotton Bowl in October with Texas. You know, and I don't care if you're there. You have seen years where one team has been really good, one team has been really bad, and it doesn't really matter when they that game is just a different game. It is, and that is that's always one that you can get tripped up on. And then also, Tom. I mean, even with all the success they've had, they had that weird loss to K State early in the season last mm-hmm. year. Kyler Murray at home against Iowa State. They dropped that game before the Cyclones were really rolling. I think it was against a backup quarterback. So there's there's generally one of those per season. Let me ask you this: What does OU have to do? Because they're the class of the Big Twelve, and the yep. Big Twelve, I think, as a conference in football, is seen as second class citizen among the Power Five. What do they have to do to get over the hump? Because they've gotten to the playoff. They took Georgia to the wire. They got whipped by LSU and Alabama. What has to happen for them to take the next step? <sighs> I, I I don't I, I honestly can't answer that, Stephen. I mean, I don't know. We, we we watch this league so much that we get we get we get to. I mean, we just we we buy into this league. I mean, if you look at them offensively, you think that you know this this is an offensive football team that that can get it done. Can they make the plays defensively when you're playing? When you're playing an SEC team or, or even a big team that likes to be a Big Ten team that likes to be physical, is this Oklahoma football team, can they be physical if they have to? Because again, this is a league that likes to line up from sideline to sideline and, and move the football around. Well, they went through all that money to Alex Grinch, and I think they're they're trying to do that. Now the problem last year was they lost two games, so they weren't even in the discussion. Uh, I'd like to see them go up against those teams now i i think i i totally get what you're saying i agree with it to a certain extent i do believe the defense is a factor but i'll, I'll say this like the sec has kind of gone that way too now they're still physical no, you're, you're right but they throw it around I, I think the difference is when was the last what was the last defensive lineman that came out of the big 12 that went on to have a really good career in the nfl That's a great question and, and and i have a theory on that but you know when you practice Every day against an offensive line that backs up because mm-hmm. you're pass protecting. Yeah. Then I I just don't think that you can develop defensive linemen when you have an offense that that plays in, in that in that system. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, you know, Tommy Harris who came from Colleen, he was really good at Oklahoma, went on to play in the league. But like because the SEC, they always have an edge rusher, and mm-hmm. they always have those defensive tackles, just huge on the interior. And Baylor went out and got who they think might be that guy in Ipuaka from uh, LSU. But the last, I mean, and Dominican Sue, and that was that was fifteen years ago. Yeah, come on. We, I mean, they weren't even doing. I yeah, mean, th- th- it was still a a, a different between type the tackles. Of yeah, type absolutely, of it was. Yeah. So I think that's the big difference. It's up front. I feel like offensive line too. Even though OU's produced some good 
O-linemen through the years. I just think the physicality in the SEC is different, even though they've also kind of gone to more of a, an out-there style. Well, and, you're, and that's a great point. That used to be a league that flat would just line up and, you know, here we go. We're going to run on first down. We're going to run on second down. It's third and five. We may run option. We may throw the football. But now you're right. I mean, they're, they're sideline to sideline, and they're all over the place. I mean, even Saban did it. He, yeah, he finally got to the point when they when Blake Sims got beat when they got beat with Blake Sims at quarterback by Ohio State in the playoff game. It was like he said, "Okay, this is how you guys want to play. <laughs> Fine, we'll play like this. Lane Kiffin, come be my OC, and, and we're gonna go get the best athletes and, to run this offense." Yeah, right. We already have the best receivers. Like we we've had Julio Jones. We just had him standing out there. Okay, <laughs> we'll start throwing at that guy. Then. Yeah, and and they've done it. Uh, so over under eleven for Oklahoma. We both say under. It's just hard to go undefeated. Oklahoma State. Losing a lot of production, Tom. Chuba Hubbard, gone. Tylen Wallace, gone. Spencer Sanders will be back, their quarterback. Defense was pretty solid last year. Their over-under is seven and a half. Mm. Okay, here's their non-con schedule. Missouri State, Tulsa, and then on the road at Boise State. And also, don't look now, Tulsa, Phil Montgomery, they had a pretty salty team last year. Jackson Player from Midway, he's playing up there. But OU, Oklahoma State, seven and a half wins over under. Uh, over. I'm going to give them eight. It, but here, I will say this. It, it, fair or unfair, don't you – I always have the perception that Oklahoma State tends to underachieve. Now, I don't know if that's a fair statement or not a fair statement. I haven't really looked at the numbers as closely as I po- probably should before saying that. But, I mean, that's just my perception of – that program that they just don't quite get done what they think they they're they're capable of doing i think that's fair for the most part i mean they've had obviously some good teams but as far as championships it hasn't been there their best chance they had that group with uh, brandon whedon and i think that was either dez or justin blackman but anyway i mean that team was on the way to going undefeated and they end up losing a night game in ames I'll say over as well, just because I think Mike Gundy always like he his cycle is when you think they're down for the count, they find a way to win eight or nine games, and you look up and you say, "Oh, Oklahoma State, yeah, solid again." And when it was like last year, where it's, "Oh yeah, Oklahoma State, they're going to challenge for Big Twelve title," they just they kind of fall on their face. So I feel like they go over, and uh, I think that's probably enough to keep him around. Uh, Oklahoma State, Mike Gundy. To me, from outside looking in, seems like a dude who's kind of wears on you, but he just keeps winning enough that yeah. they can't move on. Yeah, seven, eight, nine, ten. I mean, you know, it just that's what they do. Iowa State, another team with high expectations. They're over under is nine and a half. So if you're going over, you're looking at ten wins. Their non conference schedule, Northern Iowa, Iowa, good Big Ten team, and UNLV. Now I'm going over. I really think this is a good football team. I, I really think this is a this is a team that could contend for a championship. I, I like what he's done. I like what they've done with that program. I, I think this is a team that could contend for the championship. I'll go under. I'm just I, I mean, I like Matt Campbell a lot. And they do have a, a bunch of turning. Brees Hall was the best running back in the Big Twelve last year. Got a pretty good little quarterback yeah, coming back. Brock Purdy's inconsistent, but he's been good at times. I, I feel like he's due for a bounce back season. I just think you, you might go two and one because I was pretty good. And then you're looking at winning eight games in Big 12 play. That's possible, but that's tough to do. So uh, I'll say they go under and end up at like nine and three or eight and four. And I think that's a pretty good, 
pretty good situation for them. Okay. But is that what their expectation is this year? I mean, eight and four, nine and three. Isn't this a team that thinks that whether they're right or wrong, don't, isn't it this a team that thinks that they can contend for a title in the Big 12? I believe they think that, but I also believe that they'll realize they're Iowa State. And if they end up 9-3, and three, they'll be disappointed, but they'll probably still say it's better than 5-7. and seven. Yeah, well, and they're right, but I mean... But uh, no, it, I mean, yes, it would be disappointing. If they don't end up in the Big 12 title game again, right? it's a disappointment. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, they, they built their program to get to this spot. And, and this spot is now you're not catching anybody by surprise. Everybody knows you got talent. Everybody knows you've got a good football team. Everybody knows you got a, a good coaching staff. They're, you're, you're not catching anybody by surprise. But I still think they're talented enough and got enough depth that they can contend for a Big 12 championship. Well, and, and nobody benefits more from the COVID extra year of eligibility than them because they have a roster of guys that are not like top tier NFL talent, but they're really good college football players. Right. So they, a lot of them said, okay, yeah, we'll come back for another season and run this thing back. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. yeah. What do we have to do? We'll just stay in Ames and win games. So expectations are high for them. West Virginia, Neil Brown. I like him. You know, the wins haven't always been there, but I just think he's a good coach. They're over under this year is six and a half. Letty Brown, good running back. They have Jarrett Daigie coming back. Uh, he's going to be their QB. Their non-conference schedule, Maryland, mm. LIU, which I don't know who that is. It sounds like an FCS team. And Virginia Tech. So, man, two Power 5 opponents wow. in Maryland and Virginia Tech. Over under six and a half wins for the Mountaineers. Under. I, but And I will preface it by saying it is not an easy place to play. When you go to Morgantown, no, that is not an easy place to play. First of all, it's not an easy place to get to. Mm-hmm. And then it's not an easy place to play. They got a great fan base, and they will get after you on a number of fronts. Not having fans last year was a killer for, for them. them. Absolutely, a killer it was. for everybody. But yeah. that you're right. No, that's a place where anybody can go stub their toe because it's just <laughs> such a crazy environment. Ninety miles down the road, they call it the twelfth man. But I'm telling you, it truly is a twelfth man in, in Morgantown. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, it, I know it's a tough place to play, but I'm going under with with those dudes. Yeah, I think six is probably right, so I'll go under two. And it's just those two non conference games are what's doing it for Ooh. me. Maryland and Virginia Tech. You could go zero and two, even if you split. You're looking at having to go five and four in conference play, which is an uphill battle. Okay, one more for you before we take a break. Uh, let's do Kansas State. We haven't done that one yet. Um, Chris Kleiman there in year three now. Their over-under is five and a half oh, wins. Oh, good gracious. Man, so over would just be bowl eligibility. Skylar Thompson coming back for another season at QB. Deuce Vaughn, a fun player at their running back. So their non-conference schedule, and again, over-under is five and a half. Stanford to open the year. Southern Illinois and Nevada. What do you think, Tom? What? I'm going under. Mm. I, that's not exactly... Let's let's schedule three patsies to, to play in non-con. No, Stanford to open the season's yeah. tough. I'll go over. I think Skylar Thompson, this is year six for him, I think, QB. He missed last year because of injury. Well, he's on Social Security. I mean, <laughs> Chris Kleiman's a good coach. They play good defense. They're probably going to beat a few teams at home that they shouldn't. I, I think they definitely start the year 0-1. But bowl eligibility, I think, is definitely obtainable for them. So I'll say over. Uh, that's All those come from betonline.ag. And, uh, Tom, there you go. There's your little primer for Big 12 football this season. Hey, that's fun. I love that conversation. It's And, and you know, you can sit here and talk about all this, and, and we can project all this, but, you know, 
every team is one injury away from a totally different complexion. I mean, there, there's there's a million things that can happen between now and the start of the season that changes all of this. But for right now, he's certainly fun to talk about. All right, 529, it is time now for John Morris and today's Baylor Sports Beat program on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time to check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Baseball bows out of the Big 12 tournament in Oklahoma City. We'll give you details, plus the end of the road for men's tennis in Orlando. That's straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. When we moved to Texas, we were like fish out of water. We didn't know anyone in our neighborhood until our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent came to the house. She was so helpful and reassuring, a friendly face with that Texan hospitality I'd heard about. When we purchased a Texas Farm Bureau insurance policy, we knew we were making the right choice. We knew our family would be protected. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an insurance agent who's a true neighbor. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. To say my wife and I have a lot to clean is an understatement. So we go to TNG Chemical, where the pros know what cleaning solutions to use and give us detailed instructions on exactly how to use them. We never got that kind of advice from any other stores. And the prices at TNG are great. From general household cleaners to odor control solutions for our pets, we go to TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. It's the Sikkim Podcast, with a new episode each week, hosted by Brooke Bednars and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. You know, the front door to Baylor University usually is your athletic department, and so, you know, how do we make that front door just bright and shiny gold? Subscribe to the Sikkim Podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you consume your podcasts, and at BaylorBears.com. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, Baylor baseball is bowed out of the Big 12 tournament in Oklahoma City, falling 9-4 to to Kansas State yesterday morning. The Bears led 3-0 early. K-State put a seven-run seventh inning on the board to win the game. Baylor now awaits the NCAA tournament announcement coming at noon on Monday. Meanwhile, it's the end of the road in Orlando, Florida, a very successful road this season for Baylor men's tennis. Yesterday, Adrian Boyton had to bow out in the NCAA's single semifinals, forced to retire in the middle of the second set to number two, Daniel Rodriguez of South Carolina. Also, the doubles team of Konstantin Fronson and Sven Lobb eliminated in the NCAA doubles semifinals, falling to Pat Harper and Adam Walton of Tennessee 7-5-6-4. That brings to an end a memorable season for Baylor men's tennis. Here's head coach Michael Woodson. They just are so appreciative of the opportunity to be here at Baylor and to be competing together for something bigger than themselves. Um, that it, it is an, it's an interesting group because we have a large team. We have 14 guys. Uh, we have 
five super seniors, we have five freshmen and, and everything in between. Uh, and so it's a, it's a very different group with, with four grad transfers, um, you know, than, than a lot of teams. And so even though a lot of the guys are new to Baylor, um, we have a phenomenal group that love each other so much and that, you know, just appreciate every opportunity they have to go out there. Uh, and, and our, our goal has been to compete anywhere at any time against anybody. And I, I would say that they're doing a really nice job of that. Michael Woodson, who led the Bears to the NCAA championship match and a 34-5 team record on the season. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Have a great and safe Memorial Day weekend. I'm John Morris. A business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something, then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t-shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1-800-433-2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters with a question. If you had a very good friend with very bad breath and everyone knew it except him, wouldn't you tell him? I believe you would because it's part of the bro code. So now this same friend is driving a truck around town without a stitch of accessories. I mean, no step bars, no bed cover, no grill guard, totally naked. And he's unaware how embarrassing it is. Don't you owe it to him, bro to bro, to tell him he's driving around a new truck? At Pickup Outfitters, we think you do, and we're asking you to join the cause to end truck nudity in Central Texas, one bro at a time. So grab your buddy, ask him to get a beer with you, and break the news to him gently. Then show him all the possibilities for his truck on the Pickup Outfitters website. You can even bring him to Pickup Outfitters. As our thanks to your commitment to your bro, we'll even take the price of the beer off the ticket. Unless, of course, it's a light beer. Pickup Outfitters of Waco, we're here to help you and your bro. On the web at createacommotion.com. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day with one thought in mind. Be the best. Be the best at all we do. Whether it's preparing food, or waiting on customers. So at the end of the day, when it's closing time, we can say, well done. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now, seeing the cost of COBRA plans, for instance, and MediShare is the affordable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves $500 a month. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's healthcare costs, and because of the current economic situation. They're making it easier than ever. Apply by May 30th and you can save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch like more than 400,000 people already have and start saving. Here it is. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE.
right, 537, 23 away from 6, and time to go grab bagging. Time for the grab bag with Tom and Gary on Game Time. That's some funky music. Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. Garrett, like, slow jamming it a little bit. I didn't expect that. Go, go the other way as you skate. Uh, let's see. Uh, it is 23 away from six. And, and Steven is in for uh, Garrett, who is uh, vacationing in the Bahamas or something. I don't know what he's doing, but uh, he, he'll be back uh, sometime next week. Uh, let's uh, let's dive into the grab bag. And uh, there was an article today. Uh, Tiger Woods uh Talking about his recovery, Stephen, and, and and the only reason I bring it up is it, it was an interesting statement from from Tiger Woods, and as anybody who's followed Tiger Woods in the slightest knows that he is an incredibly competitive individual. Uh, oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, he's he's got that kind of MJ mentality. Yeah, just whatever it takes to win, that's what I'm going to do. Tiger declined to comment to Golf Digest in the in the interview about whether he will play golf again. He said he's focused on rehabbing his right leg and returning to walking on his own. That kind of catch you by surprise? It, it, because a typical Tiger statement would have been, not only do I intend to play golf, I intend to win another championship. It doesn't shock me at this point because I think he's probably still so deep in the rehab process that his focus might just really be – like I got to get my body right, just function normally. I think eventually he'll look to play golf again. I don't know what Tiger would really do. I mean, you could put him on TV. He doesn't have a super engaging personality, but he's done enough media through the years that he could play that game, and he obviously knows a ton about golf. I can't see Tiger hanging it up, though. I, no, not unless he just flat cannot play at all. I mean, this is a guy that's going to do everything he can humanly possible uh, that he can do, you know, to get back on the golf course. I mean, that that's where he strives to be. And, I, you know, he may not talk about it, but I think deep down inside he's like, oh, heck yeah, I'm going to play golf again, and I'm going to win again. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of his – that has been his M.O. most all of his life. I mean, go back and – I mean, he's, he's on the Mike Douglas show when he's four years old hitting golf balls, I mean, for the love of Pete. Yeah, it's been, it's been what he's done forever. You're right. Like, yeah. that's, that's his – Life's work, so I, I'm not shocked if he tries to make another run at it. What else is he going to do? Yeah, exactly. All right, I'm not going to make a big deal about this other than to say, come on, Chicago, you could have handled this a little differently. The family of a former Chicago White Sox stadium employee is crying uh, foul after a lounge named after her was renamed in honor of Tony LaRussa. A food area is now called the LaRussa's Lounge, and it was changed from Loretta's Lounge <laughs> to LaRussa's Lounge. It, it used to honor, up until they changed the name the other day, uh, honor Loretta, uh, Miss Loretta, who sold beer and hot dogs for more than, you ready for this? Six decades. They, you go. You that's, gotta, a, that's a long time, Tom. You, you got to go all the way back to the old Comiskey Park. So for over sixty years, she she was an employee there. So they named this this. Look, you can you can change the name if you want, but shouldn't you have at least picked up the phone and called the family? Yes, you definitely <laughs> should have. They didn't. You, you got to call, and if you're not, I think the right way is to politely ask. But if you're not going to do that, you at least got to say. Hey, so we're, we're going to rename this because we're kind of branding with a new manager, but we would love to name another part of the concession area or the ballpark 
after you let us know how we can kind of make uh make amends for this but you, you can't just go off and change the name of something you dedicated to a worker yeah they're gonna take a sign a replica of the sign that was out in front and they're gonna they're gonna give it to the family say oh, okay here's a sign go away <laughs> here's your sign go away hang uh, it up in the house yep there you go all right and we, you and i talked about this we this nearly did not make grab bag this nearly made a, a sh- show topic for us uh today With less than 100 days until the start of the college football season, ESPN has announced that they are going to televise 100 college football games in the first three weeks of the season. And I'm telling you, some of this is pretty cool. So, first, and I don't like this. I'll be be the first to tell you. Never liked it when they started it. I liked it when when it went away, and now they're bringing it back. And we're talking about a zero week. So there is going to be a game, but how do you have a, okay, this is the start of the season, but no, this is the start of the season. So they're going to do it anyway, and you know why, M-O-N-E-Y. Hawaii will play UCLA on Saturday, August the 28th. Mark your calendars, baby. There you go. That is West Coast action. That is game one of the uh, 2021 college football season. Now, later in the week, Montgomery, uh, the and I think this is cool. Uh, the Montgomery Classic in Montgomery, Alabama, will be on Wednesday, September the 1st. The first game will pit UAB against Jacksonville State at 7.30. The previously announced Red Tails Classic in Montgomery will match Tuskegee University and Fort Valley State on Sunday, September the 5th at 7 o'clock on ESPNU. Are you familiar with that, the Red Tails? That would be the... the Tuskegee Airmen? Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. And, 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 the, and so they're, they're bringing in Tuskegee University to play in that. I think that is the coolest thing I've ever heard, uh, because if you've if you've watched any documentaries or or there's a movie about them, there's several documentaries. These dudes were the bomb, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. They could get it. Yeah, that is pretty. And it did not get the recognition, the recognition at they the deserved. time that they that they justly deserve. But if you look at them now. And, and go back. I watch a watch a documentary. There's a million documentaries out there. You can go find one on Netflix, I think, on the on the uh, Tuskegee Airmen. Unbelievable. And and good exposure for that university too. But a uh, really cool way to honor uh, the Red Sails. And yeah, that's an interesting idea. This is awesome. You know, college football. I love it. So I'll be tuned into a lot of these games, even some of the ones like UCLA Hawaii that don't really mean a whole lot. <laughs> also later that week, Florida State and Notre Dame, Louisville and Ole Miss. And then in the next week, this will get your attention a little bit. There's a ton of good games, including Iowa and Iowa State, as you mentioned earlier, and then Texas and Arkansas. How about that? SWC rivalry going. I love it. Uh, Yeah, that's going to be a fun game, UT and Arkansas. And as we said earlier, one that a couple years ago, you're like, oh, yeah, UT wins that easily. But Sam Pittman's got that program in the right direction. And then later that night – as you uh, lay on the couch with one eye open and one eye closed because you're dozing, you'll have Utah and BYU at a 10-15 kick. All right. <laughs> what a way to wrap up the get night, a, huh? Yeah, get a soda or get some coffee and just go ahead and, and try to watch some college football until 1 in the morning. So there you go. That is uh, that is part of the 100 games in the first three weeks of the college football season. So and it, So now it begins – August the 28th. All right. You and I talked about this as well, and and this is a little more complicated, but there there is the college athletes right to organize bill 
it's co-authored by Chris Murphy and Bernie Sanders, and it, it basically says that uh, if if a athlete is receiving a scholarship, then they're no longer an amateur, and, and they should be able to organize a union, college football union. You buying or you selling, Stephen? I'll sell on that front. Uh, I understand trying to give those guys a voice and collective bargaining. Here's my thing. I think name, image, and likeness makes sense because it allows these young men and women to make some money off their name, which is, you know, capitalism. That's uh, the American way. And, yeah, guys in revenue sports will have really good opportunities, but it also gives opportunities for you know, softball players, uh, golf golfers. Like if they can find a business that might want to invest in them or if they just want to host like a camp and do a, a skills thing and, and teach some kids, like there will be some opportunities for them as well. I think when you get into collective bargaining, it's really hard to get, you know, fair compensation for everyone. And I do believe we are well past the time now where I get it. As someone who still pays student loans, I understand the benefit of a free education. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, it's basically professional sports, at least in football and basketball. It's no longer an amateur sport. It's the money that's being generated, the pressure, the amount of uh, importance we put on winning. It's become, it's kind of its own professional entity. And so do you look at, do you look at these athletes then as a minor league? Uh, and should they be on a payroll? If there's millions of dollars being generated by the university, should there be more than just an education? Which there's no look. I know the value of it, but is there any monetary value to this to the athlete? None. Well, and also I think we have to be real about like what are what are they getting their education in? Is it going to be something that's going to give them a career? Like mm-hmm. a degree is great. But what specialty is there? Or, or, or are they just pushing kids to stay eligible stay, so go. they can play the sport? Um, I, I think, yes, they need a, a cut of the revenue. I feel like name, image, and likeness makes the most sense, though, because I, I can't say it's a minor league time because there's a lot of guys on those college football rosters that don't play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They're just going to play four years of college, and that's a heck of an accomplishment. So, however, same thing can be said about a major league. I mean, a big, a professional baseball player. There's a lot that are in the minors that are never going to get to the major league. Sure. And how do you kind of fairly assess who gets what? Well, that's a great question. I, I think people being able to go out on their own and, and get those opportunities kind of lets the market set itself. Well, which is something that we talked about when when you talk about name, image, and likeness. Uh, you know, the quarterback is going to get an opportunity. Is the left guard going to get an opportunity? Correct. So, yeah, I, I, there's a million and one things that you got to resolve on this. All right, it's 548. We're a dozen minutes away from six. This is ESPN Central Texas. I love baseball. The Rangers and Mariners play game two of their four-game series at T-Mobile Park in Seattle tonight. And that's belted. Deep left center field. Back goes Garcia to the wall, and he leaps, and did he catch it? No, it's gone. You threw my baseball. He caught it. <laughs> he deked all of us. He, he held on to the ball, didn't throw it, didn't have any kind of reaction at all. Hi, everybody. This is Eric Nadell inviting you to join Matt Hicks, Jared Sandler, and me. Our Geico broadcast time is 830 on the Texas Rangers Radio Network. 
Don't you wish everyone spoke about you the way your mom does? You know, it's no wonder this guy made his mama proud. She always wanted him to be a doctor. Hi there, I'm the Foundation Doctor. That's Ronnie Weathorpe, the Foundation Doctor. My team and I have accumulated over 70 years' experience dealing with Central Texas soils and foundations. We're always honest with you and would never suggest work you don't need. If we say we can fix it, we will. And our warranties, well, they're the best in the business. We treat your home like it's our mom's in hopes that you will speak as highly about us as she does. If you think you need foundation repair, you're in good hands with the doctor. If you don't believe me, just ask my mom. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You want it hot. You want it now. Hot honey pizza, that is. Red sauce, mozzarella, parmesan, ricotta, pepperoni, salami, jalapenos, and a hefty drizzle of Mike's hot honey drizzled on the pizza when it's bubbly and fresh out of the oven. Go to Village Pizzeria at Union Hall in Waco for the unforgettable hot honey pizza that'll keep you going back for more. Visit Village Pizzeria in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Try the hot honey pizza. You'll be back for more. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. Five fifty-one. We're not away from six. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're going to take a second to talk about uh, Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Our good friends over there. And man, if you are a uh, if 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 you are in need of. Uh, well, first of all, it's family-owned and operated, Stephen, and that's the cool thing yeah, about Yeah, they do some really cool stuff, metal buildings, sheds, and they have all the right tools for you. They are your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. And, again, they've been in business for over 40 years, uh, it, you know, since 1943. That's four generations, folks. John and, and Braden Emery and, and the entire Emery family have been doing it for a long time. And they want to make sure that uh, that they offer you the very best in custom metal buildings, residential mi- uh, metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, angle irons, you name it, they've got it. They carry a uh, large uh, selection of pipe from one one half inch to 24 inches for all your fencing needs. Also, square tubing, one half inch to six inches for all your weekend projects such as deer stands or ornamental iron jobs. They also, as we mentioned, uh, have American-made grade 60 rebar 
three-eighth inch to three-quarter inch. And as we mentioned, there they are your one-stop shop for all your, your steel needs. They've been in business, as we mentioned, for four generations. And they're open, they're open uh, in Waco and also in Bryan and Waco at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. And they're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5. They're open on Saturdays from 8 until noon. You can check them out 24-7 at Pioneer Steel pioneerboys.com pioneerboys.com is the is the email address all right uh, that is going to do it for us here on this friday Stephen, appreciate you being here for the last couple of days uh and uh we uh, we appreciate you being a part of the program we'll do it again on monday or tuesday tuesday at tuesday. four yeah you can t- come in monday if you want to <laughs> i'll be here tuesday at four here on espn central texas